You're listening to Focus on the Bible. The best things in life are free. The older I get, the more I appreciate that often repeated slogan. The best things in life to me really are free. Growing up as a boy in northeast Georgia, I remember homegrown watermelon under the shade tree. Life couldn't be any better than that, and all free. Playing ball in the yard, going to church, catching fish in my pa's fish pond. All good and all for free. These days I love a good long walk down a country dirt road. Gives me time to think and sort things out and pray to God. Doesn't cost a thing. Is that good, friend? Do you appreciate in your own life that the best things in life are really still free? And here's another truth. The absolute best thing that a person could ever have is free too. Let's talk about that. In the Bible, Jesus Christ said that having everlasting life is a gift that comes from God. A gift is free. If it's not free, it's not a gift, is it? John chapter 10 and verse 28, Jesus said, And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. And so eternal life is free for the sheep because of what Jesus Christ provided for us. It's eternal life, and it's a free gift from God. Now, many a preacher will try and somehow, by any means, press works into the gospel offer, but it won't fly with Jesus Christ. It's not by our works, is it? It's a free gift. God is not trying to trick us. It's free. It's free. Now, someone paid the price, didn't they? Jesus did. But he doesn't allow us to pay the price, or he couldn't rightly call it a gift. It's high time that a lot of people stopped arguing with God about this or stopped using their own bent logic and admit the truth of what the Bible says. Eternal life is free, and it's the best thing that a person could ever have. Furthermore, once you receive that free gift given by Jesus Christ who paid for it, you could never lose it, could you? Because he called it eternal life. And he said, they'll never perish. And he said, I'm holding you in my hand. And he said, my father's holding you in his hand too. And there's just no one big enough or strong enough or smart enough to beat up Jesus and take us out of his hand or to beat up God the Father and take us out of his hand. Eternal life is the free gift of God. And once you have it, it's everlasting life. Here's another place in the Bible that the Bible is very clear that eternal life is the gift of God. Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. Here's a great Bible verse. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now we all owe a death penalty to God. It's a fine for our law-breaking. Our sin has a cost attached to it, and we all owe the cost, the fine, the penalty 
And furthermore, it's a death penalty. Now, a lot of people miss that. A lot of people sentence themselves for their sin, and the sentence is religion, dead religion, all kinds of religious hoop jumping and religious deeds. But the Bible is very clear, isn't it? Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Titus chapter 3 and verse 5. Yeah, in order for our sin to be paid, it costs a death penalty. And thank God the great news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ himself took our sin and paid that death penalty in our place. Therefore, God can make eternal life free for us if he good and well wants to. And the truth is he does. And so the Bible is very clear when it says the gift of God is eternal life. And there it is again, this idea that when God gives this free gift, the best thing in life to be had, it's eternal life. It's the life of the eternal kind, and that kind could never be lost. You see, friend, the truth is that all our sins were on Jesus when he died on that cross, and he paid for every one of them. Therefore, if all my sins are paid... There is no sin left by which God would ever condemn the believer. That's the best news in the world. I cannot be condemned for my sin because Jesus already was condemned for my sin. He'll never put it back on me because he paid it all when he died on the cross. There's another place in the Bible that the Bible spells it out very clearly that the best thing we could ever have is free. Friend, isn't this good news today? When all day long, it seems all we hear is bad news and the price of gas went up again. But the good news in the Bible is the best thing in life is free. It's paid by Jesus Christ and it's paid completely and given away, lavishly given away for all who believe in him. Ephesians and chapter 2. The Bible says in verse 8 and 9, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So the Bible is very clear again, again, the third time now we find a passage of Scripture, this one written by the Apostle Paul for all of us who've believed in Jesus. He spells it out how we were saved. It's by grace. What does that mean? Well, grace means that you get something that you don't deserve. We get salvation that we don't deserve and have it paid for. Because Jesus came along, who had no sin of his own, but he took our sin and made it his own. And then paid a death penalty in our place. Friend, isn't it time that we stop playing religious games with God? That we put away that old religious lie that we're saved if we do good. And we might be lost again if we don't do good. And we might be lost again many times. And we might be saved many times. Do you know I have a friend who says that growing up and going to church, he was saved about 19 different times. Because he was under the churchy impression that if he did okay, if he walked forward, if he said the prayer and did it just right 
and then he did all the right things and kept it up that he was saved and he would stay saved. But inevitably, he didn't continue to do the right things. Sin got in the way and he would be lost again, only to repeat the whole religious game over again on another Sunday and another aisle walk and another attempted perfect prayer to be prayed. Friend, this experience of my friend is so far from what the Bible actually says. The Bible is all about the grace of God. It's not about sentencing ourselves to a dead religion that tries so hard to always do the right thing. Friend, we need grace. Girl went to the photographer to have her picture made, and an hour later she looked at her proofs. She got a sad look on her face that turned to anger pretty quickly, and the photographer said, what's wrong? She said, these pictures don't do me justice. He said, honey, you don't need justice. You need mercy. (laughs) So do I. And friend, so do you. We need the grace and mercy of God if we're ever going to be saved, because you and I just haven't always done the right things, have we? In fact, we don't even continue to do the right things all the time, even now, do we? Is it time to take a humble pill and admit that the best thing in life that I could ever have turned out to be free? It was paid for by another because I just couldn't come up with the price myself. The best news in the whole wide world is that by grace are you saved through faith. Friend, it takes faith in Jesus, not faith in ourselves to be saved. It's not faith in church. It's not faith in our parents or our bloodline. It's not faith in what position we hold or what club we belong to. It's not how much money we put in the offering plate or how many religious deeds we've done, such as water baptism or aisle walking or praying out loud. Being a deacon won't save you either, friend. It's by grace or you don't have it at all. And the grace of God is free, paid for by the love of Jesus Christ when he went to that cruel old wooden splintery cross and died for you. For you, he died. It says here, it's not of works, Ephesians 2 verse 9. It's not my work. It's not your work. It's not by work. It's by faith alone in Jesus Christ. And buddy, when you believe in him, you get a boatload of the grace of God. And having that favor from God, he says that you're saved into eternal life and that you could never lose that salvation because it was paid fully by him and given away from his hand right into your account when you believed in him. Friend, don't you believe that so many people make being saved such a complicated thing? But God doesn't. God makes it very simple. Look, the truth is we owe a death penalty. God paid that death penalty in Jesus Christ when he took on flesh. And when he made your sin his own sin, he died and paid that death penalty. The Bible always required from Genesis all the way to the end of the Bible. Three days later, he rose from the dead to prove to you and me that it was real and that he had accomplished what is impossible for us, the giving of eternal life. 
Now, it could be that you were a skeptic in the beginning of this show. When I talked about watermelons, you could have said, well, watermelon seeds cost money and somebody had to grow those watermelons, Freddie. And you could have been skeptical and said, yeah, playing ball in the yard, someone had to buy the ball and the bat and the glove. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't. I was an innocent child. Someone else paid those, but I understand the skeptical view in a dark world today when so much evil abounds. You might have even been skeptical when I talked about going to church. That costs gas, and gas is expensive. You might even say a walk down the road costs too, Freddie, because if you walk enough, that'll wear out your shoes. You'll have to buy another pair. But friend, don't you know that when Jesus Christ died, the highest, most critical skeptic in the world could not pin it on him in any accusation that somehow he alone failed to pay that price. He paid it all. I paid none. He paid every single bit of a total death penalty on that cross with no help at all from any of us. No man taketh my life from me, he said, but I give I give, I give it away myself. Friend, God loves you today. He loves you so much, he would rather die on a bloody cross than to spend eternity in heaven apart from you. And he did that. That cross had your name on it. It had my name on it too. I deserve that death that he died. Won't you admit it today? And friend, if you're one of those people who plays religious games always looking to pay some price of your own, always wondering if you could add it all up and it'll meet the sum of what you owe God for your sin. Friend, would you just give up your games playing? And would you admit the truth of it all, that you owe a death penalty for God, and if you pay that price for it, you won't be around to enjoy the benefit. But he paid that death penalty for you, friend, because he loves you that much. And he rose from the dead to prove to you the Bible is real, his word is true, and the gospel is good news. The best thing in life is free. It's eternal life. And you could have it too if you'll believe in Jesus Christ right now. Amen. Focus Evangelistic Ministries is happy to announce that our Grace Farm Youth Camps are registering campers right now for our summer camp events in Dewey Rose, Georgia. If you have students in your family or church who need a solid summer camp with meaty Bible teaching and loads of fun, you can register them at www.gracefarmonline.com. Grace Farm Youth Camps are growing tomorrow's leaders today. We also hope you join us again next week as we focus on the Bible.